everybody to the Patriot and the Preacher. I'm Mark Anthony, your Patriot. Hey, this is Pastor Todd Coconado, the Preacher. So this is going to be a great show. We've been on a break for a little bit. Uh, the Patriot moved. Our Preacher was sick, believe it or not. And so <laughs> we're all healthy and we're back on the air. We're really excited to have you all back with us. Um, and our two guests are going to be perfect for the election season. We've got our friend Dinesh D'Souza, Todd, to come and talk about Trump Card, his, uh, his latest movie that's a hit. It's everywhere, and um, it's breaking yeah, records, I which is great. I've learned so much over the years from Dinesh D'Souza. I mean, I, every time I mention Howard Zinn or, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Saul Linsky or all those different things, th those are things that I pretty much learned from Dinesh D'Souza. He's a, he's a rogue scholar, man. This guy is brilliant, and uh, you'll be able to tell in today's interview as he once again articulates in such a way that mm -hmm. makes sense and educates us as the American people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Dinesh has done a lot of good for getting the truth out there. He reminds me of Dennis right. Prager, that kind of yes. thing, right? Yes. Um, with the way Prager you is. So um, we're really excited to sit down and talk to Dinesh. We were talking about it before he came on, but he's been on this show for every single movie um, yeah. since. So good tradition that we're going to keep. And we also have Dr. Jerry Jerome Corsi, who a lot of people remember has written a ton of books. He's a New York Times bestseller. But Todd, the other part is, is that uh, Dr. Corsi um, has been doing a lot of research about COVID, as you know. He was on yeah. the last time about that, but he wants to talk about Hunter Biden and all these revelations. So this kind of might bleed into a news segment because we really want to drill down on what the truth is. Yeah, there's um, that's so much right coming now. out. I mean, it's, people are asking me, I don't know about you, Mark, I'm getting calls up the kazoo. Whenever I know there's a bunch of calls and emails coming in, I know there's a big story and people want to know what it is. Absolutely. And when this dropped from the New York Post, it, you know, it got to the point where the left-wing tech oligarchs uh, known as Big Tech, Facebook, Twitter, mm -hmm. actually went as far as to try to censor people, take them, you know, suspend their accounts, including uh, our White House press secretary, Right, uh, right. You know, and, and, and others, the Trump campaign themselves. So obviously it's a big story. And by the way, the Biden campaign has not come out and denied any of the allegations because they're true, just like when Hillary Clinton emails came out. So same right. thing. Well, it's really hard to deny the fact that we have him. We're going to talk about this, obviously, a little bit more. But uh, and He's red-handed. He's caught red-handed. He's caught red-handed in every single way. We've got it documented on video, on emails. He brags about it. Um, now we know he, he actually is, uh, we said with Dinesh, even uh, we're going to talk about that, that, that he, he gets a cut of everything his family yeah. goes out and does. So he basically- Papa Joe! Papa Joe! Joe. <laughs> so anyways, uh, he's put together quite a Ponzi scheme with um, his own family. Um, really, it's a crime family scheme. It is. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about that because uh, let's face it, uh, the left can try to discredit all of this and try to say that's not what's going on. This is some right-wing conspiracy, but it's all documented, Todd. And what we're talking about is that uh, possibly the next president of the United States took money from foreign governments and enriched himself and yeah. his family. I mean, if this guy actually gets in and we have the Biden-Harris presidency, it mm -hmm. will be starting off, you know, we always talk about this on the show. This is a criminal cabal. They are a crime family taking over the United States of America and the highest uh, government position in the land, which is absolutely the leader of the quote-unquote free world would be a, a criminal. 
And mm -hmm. I know the left tries to say President Trump did crimes here and there. Well, if he had done anything, they, there's never been a more vetted president in history. And the man is squeaky clean. More than any other president. Unbelievable. And they've tried yeah. everything they can. But here we have a man who has actually been, uh, you know, just doing the most egregious things you could possibly think of. Right. And, uh, and, it, and we've got it all. And we've got it all. We're going to talk. We're going to dive into that with Jerome Corsi. And we're also going to talk about this, the Supreme Court hearings and what's been going on there. There's a lot to talk about there as well. So stay with us. We have two great guests. We're glad to have everybody back with us. We're going to be right back. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato. I'm the director of the Religious Liberty Coalition. I'm here today to talk to you about a very important matter for your church or your ministry. You don't have to be a pastor to be concerned, but religious liberty in America is under attack. That's right, right now churches are being fined, some pastors are being threatened with their power turned off, or maybe even being thrown in jail. We have to respond, and that's why the Religious Liberty Coalition is here. We are a robust network of believers in Christ who are willing to stand together and fight for religious liberty and freedom in the United States. Not only that, but we will give you the resources and educational materials that you need, as well as legal counsel and legal protection. That's right, legal protection. If you join the coalition, you will be protected. Think about it, joining the coalition could be the most important move that you've made for your ministry, church, or yourself. We will stand with you. You can also sponsor your church. It will be the same thing as if they joined themselves. We need this type of protection in 2020 and beyond. Join the RLC today. You can find us at www.rlcus.org. Thank you and may God bless America. Welcome back to The Patriot and the Preacher. We're really excited to have this guest back on the show. He's been on for every one of his movies, I'm sure of it. Dinesh D'Souza has a brand new movie out. It's a big hit. Dinesh, thanks for coming back on. Congrats on the movie. Thank you very much. It's good to be on the show. Tell us, tell us what, was the, uh, what was the, what really inspired you to make this particular movie, Dinesh? And what is it, what's it going to teach people? So the film is called Trump Card, and it's based upon a book that I published very recently called United States of Socialism. Mm -hmm. So right there, you see that socialism is the problem, and the movie explores Trump as the part of the solution. Uh, we're dealing with a new type of socialism. You know, socialism seemed to be totally discredited at the end of the 20th century, but it's made a roaring comeback. Uh, and the left makes all kinds of claims as to why this time socialism will work. Uh, number one, it's democratic and not authoritarian socialism. Number two, it's based upon the Scandinavian model, which you know works well in Copenhagen um, and Stockholm. Uh, it's uh, also the idea that this is sort of a socialism that addresses not only class but racial injustice. Uh, it's sort of socialism married to identity politics, and I call right. it identity socialism. So these are, these are just some of the themes that we explore in the movie. It's full of, the movie is full of explosive revelations one after the other. It ties together all the stuff that's going on around us 
Uh, and then it looks at Trump in two separate capacities. One, not only as the political leader of the fight against socialism, but also, remember, before he entered politics for most of his career, Trump was kind of the quintessential American capitalist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and Dinesh, you have helped so many of us in educating us over the years. I mean, I remember Hillary's America, just so much information that came out. Here we are at this precipice moment in history, and there's so many things on the line. You're talking about socialism, and, and Joe Biden is hitting the news today. Well, actually, we'd like to see it a lot more, but there's a lot of censorship with all the corruption with him and Hunter and all the pay for play in China and Ukraine. Can you elaborate on some of this stuff that's coming out? Yes, and we have it all in the movie and more. I mean, basically, what's going on is the Clintons, as we all know, operated their corruption through a foundation. Mm -hmm. So they set up this nonprofit. And basically, if you wanted policy favors, you just funnel money in the nonprofit. And then by kind of amazing coincidence, your policy needs were met by the U.S. government with right. Clinton as Secretary of State. Right. Contracts were now, given, whatever. With, uh, yeah, with Biden... <laughs> it's a family racket. So he, he employs his two brothers, James and Frank Biden. He's got his obliging son, Hunter Biden. He also ex sometimes calls on the services of the son-in-law. So it's a, it's a whole Biden troop, and these are the bag men. So whenever Biden would make a foreign trip on behalf of Obama, you know, he's the point man on Ukraine. He's the point man on Iraq reconstruction. He would take a family member in tow. And while Biden is having an official meeting, the family member is striking side deals in order to, with, typically with the foreign government, but sometimes with a foreign company like Burisma. And all of this results in massive transfers of cash into the Biden family. Now, one of the very revealing e emails referred to the New York Post article, apparently when a family member gets money, Biden would take 50%. And, yeah. and Hunter Tops. Biden was complaining he had to give yeah. half, of the, half of the loot to pop. Mm. He has like an MLM thing going on within his family, doesn't he? I mean, do, Dinesh, is it, I mean, when you look at this, really, the, in a way, the Clintons, in a way, could be jealous because they didn't mess around with the foundation. They just went straight for the cash. There was no, there was no veil there. They have, they literally, every member of this family has brought in money, used his name, and the very thing that Trump was impeached for, he in yeah. fact did. Yes. Absolutely. In fact, they, they, notice all the people who tried to cover up and say things like, there's no there, there. This has been regularly investigated and found to be that there's nothing there. All of this is, it really shows you that we don't have a legitimate media in this country because, you know, think of what a press or a media means. To have a free press means you have a group of people who are independent of government, who are critically distanced from government, who are applying a sort of scrutiny to government and giving people information so they can make up their own minds. Well, in that sort of classic sense, the media, the mainstream media does not even really exist. Right. You know, Dinesh, a friend of mine who you know well, George Papadopoulos, I think you sat down with him in this movie and kind of went through, I mean, here's a guy who was like in his 20s, he joins the Trump campaign, he's in Europe, little does he know, you know, he's going to be in a sea of sharks. Can you kind of uh, let us know a little bit about what transpired in that interview? Yeah, I, the reason I liked the idea of, of bringing in George, and we even have his wife, Simona, in the interview is because here was a guy who was clearly targeted by some very wily characters who are deeply embedded in Western intelligence. A couple of them are not even American. They're part of the Western intel. So clearly this was an operation 
that was being, I think, coordinated out of the White House by Obama, but right. run by people like Clapper and Comey and Brennan and so on. So basically, they meet George Papadopoulos and they feed him the information that the Russians have Hillary's emails. And they are hoping that he will transmit this to the Trump campaign so that they can then make a conspiracy case against Trump. So think about it. This is like a bunch of cops, but not just cops, the head of the cops showing up and planting drugs in your apartment and then coming to find the drugs and to arrest you. It was a complete setup. And, and so time after time, we saw this in a smaller scale with Michael Flynn. He was set up. Right. But Papadopoulos is being set up not to get Papadopoulos, but to get Trump. Absolutely. Dinesh, when, after all, the, the, a, lot has been, a lot has been released in the past, let's say, 45 days. We've seen those notes. We've seen emails. We, we now know everything that we all suspected and you've talked about in your book and this movie. This, this was a big setup. This was coordinated. This was by no mistake. All right, and, but now we're hearing that there's not going to be any indictments for the unmasking and everything that happened. Well, I think we've got to realize that this is something that's going to take the second term because uh, remember that for really almost three years, Trump didn't even control his own Justice Department. Mm -hmm. This was due to the horrific Sessions appointment, which frankly I thought was a good appointment at the time. I had no idea Sessions would basically go Rip Van Winkle on us and go into sort of the three-year nap. Um, now we have Barr, and Barr seems to be somewhat better. But even, you know, this is a Republican thing. Republicans love to cross every, you know, T and dot every I before they do anything. So different than the Democrats who indict first and investigate later. That's a good point. Dennis, let me ask you something. I, I mean, just within our community of conservatives and as we're talking, I think there's, a, there's you know, we're hearing that we need to see the president and the messaging pivot right now. <clears throat> you know, the president is talking about the Hillary emails, a lot of people don't even want to hear about that right now. What do you think that the president needs to do to drive home this final stretch as we go into these final two and a half weeks almost, which is unbelievable to even say? What does he need to do besides rallies? What does he need to focus in on so the, people, the American people get the contrast? By and large, I think elections tend to pivot on two major issues. Uh, the first is prosperity, and the second is safety. I mean, those are two people's primary and sort of primordial concerns. And it's also the reason why we have a government at all, to protect the safety that we, we're not always able to protect ourselves. We need government to do that. Um, and we need government in order to create a framework in which we can have a prosperous country. Um, so I think that Trump needs to italicize that he's rescued the economy, he can do it again. The other side can't. In fact, they will spend us into bankruptcy. Uh, and the second thing is both on the foreign and domestic front, who's going to make this country safe? Trump is. Now, the left is going to say, listen, all this disorder occurred under Trump, and therefore it's due to Trump. But I mean, that's a complete fallacy. Basically, the left has been causing all this mayhem, um, and Trump is the remedy for it. He's the answer for it. So he needs to be able to make this case to the American people. But he shouldn't. I think a lot of it, uh, his biggest challenge is just to let people know that, he's, that he can be a calm, steadying force at the, at the top. I think one of the downsides of the first debate is Trump was a little bit manic. Um, and it gave people, some people the idea that he's a little bit too angry, a little bit too uh, interrupting, a little bit too much. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a little bit of statesmanlike restraint would do Trump a lot of good. Uh, this is really, I think, despite all the nonsense with the polls, it's Trump's election to lose. Uh, and right. I think people are not going to go with Biden unless they think that somehow Trump is not the guy that they want to see every day for the next four years. That's right. And before we circle back to your book, Tanesh, I know you're super busy right now, but one of the biggest concerns I have is this whole mail-in ballot situation. How much should we be concerned about it? What level of fraud are we looking at here? This is something I'm afraid I wish I knew more about because I've long wondered why Republicans don't deploy the full force of attorneys and all the legal mechanisms available to ensure proper identification and legitimate voting. It's a complex process and there are organizations that focus on this, but it just seems like the other side has long made this a kind of ground zero uh, for trying to, to tip close elections their way. Um, And so this seems to be an area of supreme importance for us, and yet we don't give it the attention it deserves. Um, Just Trump, I mean, just tweeting about it is not really going to be a solution. We've got to figure out how to stop bogus balloting on the ground. Right. 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 They have quite a racket going on there themselves. It's almost they have such a system set up as we know, and it's starting to pop up everywhere across the country we're seeing. Right. Dinesh. Right before before we go, I wanted to ask you this: You're looking, you're looking. You, you, all of your all of your movies has, have documented what they're trying to do, what they're trying to accomplish. And for anybody out there, because we have primarily a Christian audience, just explain really what would happen in your in your estimation. Not spoiling the movie, if Biden and Harris walk into the Oval Office, God forbid. Well, I think that if the left wins, they will move America pretty decisively in the direction of socialism. The um, Biden is in the canoe, but he's not the one moving the oars. That's going to be the left. And it's not just the left in the Democratic Party. It's the left in the Democratic Party aided by academia and the media and Hollywood. And so this would mean, I think, uh, a a change in the nature, kind of almost in the uh, Constitution, you might say, the physical Constitution, Um, of the United States. We'd be a different country going forward. It wouldn't happen overnight. In fact, there might be a false sense of calm. Antifa seems to go away. People are like, wow, things are getting better. But no, they're actually getting worse. I mean, what happened in Italy in the 20s, for example, even Germany in the early 30s, the brown shirts and the black shirts went away. Why? Because a lot of the force was transferred from private thugs on the streets to the government. And so... Uh, This was actually a very alarming development, but it was mistaken by a lot of people as being a good thing. Um, The other thing I think will happen, which is very bad, is there'll be an effort to eradicate the Trump legacy, to sort of destroy the credibility, not just of Trump, but even the people who supported Trump, will be sort of all, all one kind of ugly stain on the American landscape. And the basic idea would be, let's make sure that this doesn't happen again. So all of this, I think, is coming or likely to come if Biden and Harris make it to the Oval Office. Absolutely. Also, the deep state, of course, is back in business. Absolutely. We, we could just ask you a million questions right now, but we know that your time is, is, is of the essence. So I want to get back to Trump card. I want to see this movie. I want to see it tonight. Where, how can I see it? How can our viewers see it? How can our listeners see it? Where do we go and uh, what do we do to find out more information? So the website is trumpcardthemovie.com. If you want a physical DVD, it links you to Walmart and Target. Just click and order a DVD. But but the best way to watch it is by video on demand. So 
you can watch it. You'll see it's linked there to iTunes. It's linked to Google. It's linked to YouTube, Fandango. There are some other sites. And there's also an in-demand which links to your cable provider. So if you have Xfinity or you have Fox, you can click in-demand and it instructs you as to how you can get the movie through your cable provider. So many different ways to watch the movie. We should be up very shortly on Amazon Prime for reasons unknown. We've had glitches with Amazon. So we're waiting for that. It's not on Amazon Prime yet, but it's available on a bunch of other platforms, probably most notably Apple iTunes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're, we're super excited to see it. Dinesh, thank you. The movie is called Trump Card. You can get it on all these different services, soon to be on Amazon. We honor you. We thank you, Mr. D'Souza, and we hope to have you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dinesh. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be right back. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out, but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you. And welcome back to The Patriot, The Preacher. We're excited to have back a really good friend of the show, Dr. Jerome Corsi. Jerry, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you. Uh, Mark, I'm looking forward to the interview. It's great to be back with you. Thank you. Yeah, so, okay, let's start with all these revelations um, about Hunter and what has been coming out. It gets more concerning, and now we have emails about the, uh, the uh, candidate for uh, president, Joe Biden, getting a cut of everything that his family does. Papa Joe. Yep. Wow. I I think this is uh, game changing. I think Mm -hmm. it's actually the October surprise. Uh, It's going to be a, this is going to be impossible for Biden to dodge. Uh, Now coming out of the laptop, there's already pictures of Hunter Biden sleeping with his cocaine pipe in his mouth, his crack pipe in his mouth and wandering around, obviously drugged out. Right. And the uh, emails that are now revealed where uh, he basically Hunter Biden is complaining to his sister that it'd be a lot easier to work without the old man. And he mentions, you know, basically Joe Biden, who takes half of everything he's getting. He's complaining about having to split with the dad. I mean, that's pretty, that's a lot of gratitude in this family. Here the dad uh, basically buys favor, commits crimes, goes out and sells, you know, the selling of the United States, which is one of my books going back about 10 years. I've been warning of this, that Mm -hmm. these politicians, especially the globalist Democrats, are happy, go back to Bill Clinton, selling out to China, the Johnny Chung affair. Remember that? And it's been going on for a long time. And here we have Hunter Biden now, I think really uh, unavoidably in crimes and involving Joe Biden, that uh, involve influence peddling, mm-hmm. where clearly, and the crimes are extensive because even in Ukraine, Joe Biden got aid extended 
to uh, Ukraine foreign aid, U.S. foreign aid, right. that was aimed to go to Ukraine to help their natural gas industry. Right. Burisma got a hold of the money. They were working with an oligarch named Kolomosky, who had private bank, mm-hmm. uh, the private bank institution. Actually, Kolomosky bought Burisma, and um, the money was stolen. So again, the great scam is going to be not only did Biden get his son in there and got what, $50,000 a month on for the board uh, participation that even in an interview, Hunter admits he had no experience. Because, right. It got because he was Joe Biden's son. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, the foreign aid, the money that was stolen is enormous. Uh, the same scam was played in China. And um, I think Peter Schweitzer's done a great job in releasing information how the companies that were invested in by this investment firm that Hunter Biden established with John Kerry's, uh, I guess, his son-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, or his, his, I'm not sure what the relationship exactly is, but it's through his wife's son. Uh, mm. You know, Devin Archer and these others were associated with the whole scam. They go to China. They get a, a billion dollars. They fund companies from China who are here to steal U.S. technology. And uh, the story goes on and on. Uh, this uh, woman who is the wife of the mayor of Moscow with $3.5 million. Right. So we've got Russia. We've got China. We've got Ukraine. And, um, I mean, what a crackhead this guy was. He took his computer to a repair <laughs> guy because that water damage. He forgot to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, the guy made a copy of the hard disk. He turned it over to the FBI. The FBI had it in December, I guess December 2019. They did nothing with it. Yeah. More indication that the FBI is completely complicit and in mm-hmm. the bag. Uh, I think in crimes, this deepens the fact that Ray and Barr and Durham are not doing their jobs. And uh, Donald Trump now has a massive uh, campaign issue with which to close the campaign Right. And say, this guy is fundamentally, you're going to be elected. Is this guy a traitor? Yes. Sold out the interests of the United States for money mm-hmm. for his crackhead son. And this his is his brothers, his brothers, this every member on. of the family, right, Jerry? Decade, for decades. I mean, his, his brother in Iraq, no experience getting to build homes. Uh, going, it goes back to the credit card company Joe Biden was working with and, and, taking money from that Hunter Biden was on the board of this credit card company in Delaware going back decades. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's decades of corruption here and Peter Schweitzer's done a great job of documenting it. I've written about it extensively. I mean, I've done podcasts on it. We were doing it the entire Ukraine uh, impeachment. Turns out that the Bidens and this whole leftist group were trying to impeach Donald Trump on crimes they committed. Right. I mean, the whole thing is, this is going to be one of the greatest scandals in American history. Uh, Joe Biden has canceled his campaign activities. Kamala Harris has canceled hers. <laughs> I think this campaign is in free fall right now, and it's headed for complete destruction and criminal activity. Right. Now, last night, Dr. Corsi, we saw something which, not surprising, but still unprecedented, where the big tech companies were literally stopping the links from the mm-hmm. New York Post story. Just Unbelievable. Even as far as the White House press secretary, can you elaborate on that? Just talk about how unprecedented that is. Well, it's amazing. I think Jack Dorsey, who's the head of Twitter, has just uh, committed the most stupid tactical error of his career. I think it's going to be the error that causes the breakup of Silicon Valley. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the FCC chairman this afternoon is issuing statements that, you know, basically mm-hmm. the First Amendment is not suspended by these tech companies which feel protected by the Section 230. They removed me from Twitter recently for a day. They put me back on. Today, my live stream on Twitter was blocked. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, the censoring they're doing is just unconscionable. Right. And Ted Cruz is taking up the cause in the Senate. I think there's going to be Senate hearings on this. The Democrats are going to get to conclude their 2020 campaign uh, for president in one of the most massive scandals. I mean, look, here's the Democrats. They're, they are running Antifa violence and Black Lives Maoist violence mm-hmm. in our Democratic cities. At Portland, Oregon, controlled by communists right. and violence. Uh, so the Democrats are saying, well, we'll defund the police. Antifa will be your police. That's one of their, we're going to pack the court. Hmm. We're going to eliminate the Electoral College. We're going to bring in Washington and D.C. and Puerto Rico as states so we can pack Congress with more Democrats. This is a communist takeover. Yeah. And it's a really a very small group. Tom Perez, who heads the Democratic Party, is an avowed communist. He is yes, a absolutely. member of La Raza. Mm-hmm. Keith Ellison, his buddy, who was number two in the voting for head of the DNC after they got rid of Donna Brazil, who's now, you know, she also has scandals with the Victory Fund and Hillary Clinton and all the scams. Perkins Coie at the heart of it, right. funneling money into the Steele dossier, not telling the FBI knowing this and not telling this to the FISA court. I mean, this is, this go, this is one of the greatest scandals in American history. On Carter Page and this entire, my book, Coup d'etat, details a chapter and verse, an international intelligence operation that Brennan masterminded to frame Donald Trump on a lie. We now even have a handwritten note from Brennan admitting this was a Hillary Clinton concocted lie that the Russians stole the emails. I said they did not. Of course, the Mueller people were completely uninterested in that information. And I, I still think I broke Mueller's back by refusing to take their plea deal and telling them that their Russia hoax was a complete hoax. And I would not stand before a federal judge or God and, and God and plead to a crime I didn't commit. So I told them to take a hike, mm-hmm. they did not indict me. And now they're crashing and burning. That's right. They're crashing and burning in spectacular fashion, which mm-hmm. I think is not only the end of Jack Dorsey in Silicon Valley, but it's the beginning of the end of the Democratic Party. I think we're seeing a fundamental realignment of U.S. voters where they're saying, basically, Donald Trump is not a GOP candidate. I mean, if Mitt Romney's part of the GOP, Donald Trump has nothing to do with the GOP. His base is the Americans who want America preserved, want our Constitution preserved, mm-hmm. First Amendment preserved, Second Amendment. I mean, Joe Biden, what's the campaign proposition? We're going to massively increase your taxes. We're going to destroy the Constitution. We're going to go, come after your guns. We're going to come after God. God's not going to be permitted. Just listen to how they attacked Judge Barrett at these, right. uh, at these hearings. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. They, want to, they want to kill babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to eliminate God. They want to uh, make sure that we get state control of the entire health industries, which will, you know, all these sob stories, how the Democrats need victims. Mm-hmm. And the idea they're running on communism and in Florida, you get 30,000 trucks of Latinos participating, saying, we don't want, we escaped from Venezuela and Cuba. Right. We, don't we don't want, want this. We're watching it happen right now. Exactly, Jerry. That's so right. You see the entire unfolding here. And as I've said, you know, prayer is so important. And CourseyNation.com, we've emphasized praying and repenting 
yes. asking God's forgiveness that we allowed these Democrats, these communists, to take over our country, our universities. Mm-hmm. The greatest effect of, of all of this is suddenly they've gone insane. The demons are running around in the streets, destroying America. Right. They've manifested, haven't they? They're really, they're out there right in front of us. It's the great awakening. You get to see them. The Democrats are now the screeching demons that want to destroy America and hate God. And I don't think any rational Americans going to, they want voter fraud. They want want the 25th amendment. They want to architect through the house of representatives, get Obama president again. I mean, mm-hmm. Obama ought to go to his $17 million mansion in um, Martha's Vineyard, which, by the way, is on the coast. In I was going to say, by the water, right, Mr. Yeah. Right. Waters are rising. I don't think Obama's <laughs> worried about that. I don't think Biden's worried about that with his beachfront home. Probably all not. Lies, all the Democratic lies uh, are getting exposed, and the American people are coming out in massive numbers now supporting Donald Trump's rallies and saying, it's not just that we don't want the Democrats. We want these people hunted down as communists, as violent right. revolutionaries, and we want them prosecuted for the crimes they've committed. I want the entire bureaucracy moved to Death Valley because I don't think you We talked about rid. this. That's right. I don't think you get rid of all these SES employees that are protected and are globalists and working against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. IRS goes through the EPA. I mean, get, let's move the whole thing to Death Valley and get rid of these people. Jerry, Jerry, you're talking in a different tone because this is what Todd and I have talked about a lot in the show recently. You really think that this is kind of, you, first of all, on no, on, in no uncertain terms, you are confident that the president will be reelected. Absolutely. I mean, look, you, I, I go back to watching presidential elections since I was a kid in 1952, right. five, six years old. And I judge by the metrics. You know, Donald Trump gives, gives a rally. First of all, he recovers from COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's almost making COVID look like a, like a new <laughs> yeah. health treatment. I mean, he's coming back more vital than he was before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's proclaiming the hydroxychloroquine, which they shut him up over. Right. Basically, Donald Trump's saying we can beat COVID. We can get the business back in America. It's the blue states that are dying. Right. And, and Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to have any aid to help people. She wants to you know, subsidize these Democratic mayors. Now we even see the anti-Semitism mm-hmm. of de Blasio and Cuomo killing people in nursing homes. I mean, this is a, this is a, this is a party of death. It absolutely is from the beginning, to, from the entire cycle of life, whether it's a baby or, or, or a senior citizen. Oh, so I, so I sure want to vote for that. Right. <laughs> It's Side not very appealing. No, it's not very appealing at all. Jerry, do we, wait, we've got to talk about this because I think we heard that they're not going to do anything about the unmasking. No charges are going to be pursued. But I have to ask you this. At the end of the day, is Bob Barr, because he says he's not doing anything until after the election, do you believe that he's going to come forward with major earth-shattering indictments? I think Bob Barr will take his bagpipes and get a lawyer because I think he's guilty of uh, covering up obstruction of justice. He's basically hid these people, said, oh, don't worry about this. You know, Baghdad, he's become Baghdad Bob. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. McCabe, all these memos where they're circulating this lying dossier mm-hmm. to the press. David Ignatius and all these leftists in the press are parroting it as if they're verifying what they all know to be a lie. Right. This is, I mean, basically, I think Barr, Durham, the whole bunch of these people need to, I've said from the beginning, the Mueller prosecutors, Zelensky, Jeannie Ree, Weissman, they tried to suborn perjury, mm-hmm. telling me if I didn't sign their little plea deal, I was going to be 
charged in a DC court that would hate me. I'd spend the rest of my life in prison. They convict right. me. I said, well, if that's what you got to do. If you guys are that corrupt, go ahead and do it. Right. I'm not going to tell your lie. I'm not afraid that you know, I'm more afraid of lying before God than I am before you criminals. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do their deal. I broke their back. Right. Do, now, have, I think, do they have something on Barr? Because the thing, I saw him at a conference and I had like two seconds to talk to him, but I said, Mr. Barr, if you go ahead with these indictments, you're going to be the biggest hero in American history of our generation. I mean, wouldn't you want to be a hero? I don't get it. What do they have on him? Barr's the reverse of Teddy Roosevelt. You know, Teddy Roosevelt said, talk softly and carry a big stick. He said, growl like a bear, use your bagpipes, and then don't, don't indict anybody. Keep this corrupt system going. So you think nothing's going to happen, Jerry? For, with the, no. The, they, the strategy, and remember, I wrote this book, The Plan to Remove Donald Trump from mm-hmm. the Presidency. I wrote it in June. Donald Trump read it. Now, I'm not taking credit for anything because Donald Trump didn't need me to point out these things, but he started really thinking. This is part of the Trump counterattack. When I wrote a coup d'etat, mm-hmm. you know, exposing the deep state tre- treason, the plan to reelect Donald Trump, I said that it would go through three phases. First of all, the Mueller report would fail. Mueller would right. not get that happened. I said, secondly, we would go through a period of time where the cover-up would continue. And then basically through Grinnell as acting DNI and now Radcliffe, we're getting daily drops of information, declassification of these documents. Donald Trump has taken it inside the White House. Jay Sekulow is now declassifying documents. The documents tell the story, and the documents implicate Barr and Durham and the entire Department of Justice as part of and Ray, part of the cover-up. They're the cover-up team. Barr did the same thing for the Bushes in the Iran-Contra mm-hmm. affair. Right. Cover-up artist. He's deep state, and mm. he's now exposed. So, so Jerry, you're um, you're you are really confident that we because we've been like I said we've been talking about a renewal happening. So this election is going to be is going to be that that catalyst for the justice to happen for America to get realigned. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying it's a fundamental realignment going on in American politics, mm-hmm. which only happens every 20 or 50 years, right. where the voters basically, the, the Republican Party is corrupt too, let's face it. Sure. You know, you've got Mitt Romney in the Republican, Susan Collins in the Republican Party. These people have been going along with the corruption for decades, mm-hmm. they get reelected, and they're cozy with the, with the Democrats. They're all making money. They're all getting rich. And, you know, the ones who aren't are just the fools not playing the game because they're honest. And there's very few of them. I think we're seeing the corruption in Washington, D.C. And, you know, these Democratic-controlled states want to deny us. If Antifa's the police, they're going to come into your homes. They're already starting going to neighborhoods in Portland, Oregon, and demanding people come out of their houses. Mm -hmm. You know, they want victims. This whole, we're, everything's racist, everything's sexist. I mean, there's... This senator from Hawaii. Yeah. What, what's her name? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, this woman is asking Judge Barrett if she'd ever committed any sexual offenses and saying, you know, sexual preference is a discredited term. I mean, come on. This is a term that, come on, man. That's what come, you're, on, come man. on, man. Come on, man. I think a great awakening is going on in America. I think Donald Trump's rallies from now until Election Day are going to mm-hmm. be massive. I think the I voters are going to get out in huge numbers 
in uh, in person voting. Yeah, go yes. out and make the statement. Absolutely, we don't. We, not only do we not want the Democratic Party, we're going to vote against every Democrat on the ballot, down to dog right. catcher. That's right. They need to be eliminated. Because we've seen what happens. Because we've seen what happens locally when we get DAs that are Soros, <laughs> Soros backed, and whatever else may be. Jerry, you know the reason we love talking to you is because you have such great research. You know what's going on, and then on top of it, I, you're the only guest. <laughs> You actually did break the back by standing on the truth of the Mueller investigation, and it was actually the beginning of the unraveling when you did that. Well, um, I cried a lot of that to my wife. I mean, I was going through this. Yeah. You know, the pressure to take this plea deal and everything to be okay. And Monica woke up one morning, and just first thing she said, just sat up in bed, said, I'd rather uh, visit you in prison the rest of your life than have you not be the man I married. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. I said, Monica, if you can say that, then I'm fighting these people. And you and did. I, I, don't, I can't promise we're going to win. Yeah. I might be in prison the rest of my life, but I am not going to put my hand on a Bible, swear to a judge that I committed a crime. I didn't. I released the papers. Mm -hmm. I showed they got to Giuliani. We got them to Trump. Right. They basically knew they were suborning perjury. Mm -hmm. And I think the entire corruption, that's when Mueller fell apart. That's right. And I want Zelensky and these others, especially my case and General Flynn's case, where they've suborned perjury, mm -hmm. where we now see the corruption of Judge Sullivan. He, he's trying to sentence someone who's not been charged with the crime. Right. I mean, the crimes committed in General Flynn's case are massive. Yeah. Yes, and they're at the highest yeah. levels of the Department of Justice and the FBI, which has become a criminal organization. I say, tear down the building, put salt on it so nothing's built there ever again. And put the whole department in Death Valley. Don't, and, you know, let these guys buy their own air conditioners. I totally agree. But I just want to leave the listeners with this. This is the phrase. You haven't said it yet in this interview, but it's the phrase you used the entire time you were going through this. And you're right, because you brought up prayer quite a bit during our interview. So, Jerry, you told me this right before during the most difficult times. But you, you're living proof of it because you would always tell me what? In the end? God always wins. That's right. Hey, Jerry, that's why you're inspiring. Besides the fact that we love talking to you, um, you really are inspiring what you went through and how you stood up to them. I don't know anybody that would do that. So, Jerry, thanks for being such a great friend of the show. It's always good to have you on. And it's always my pleasure, Mark and Todd. I've always enjoyed being with you guys. You guys are out telling the truth, too, and you're brave to do it. Right. And I applaud your efforts. I'm always happy to be on your show. Thanks. And you know, I think we, we uh, right wing watched the other day, so we must be doing something right. right? Yeah, I mean, if you got those criminals after you, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> these guys have been architecting the destruction of America. Yes, they've been architecting depriving us of our rights. They want to level America. Yeah, they want to attack God. Absolutely. Well, it's a bad idea, Jack. It's Dorsey. not going to work anymore. Bad idea. Bad idea. You know bad idea. I mean? Oh, sure. Go ahead and deny God. You know, you can't even say that you're an atheist without affirming God. Because you say you're an atheist, you just gave me the idea of God. That's right. So you said, you don't believe in something you just told me exists. You How, you can't, tell me you're an atheist without reference to God. I defy anybody to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Jerome Corsi, always good to have you on. Thanks so much. We're going to have you on soon. Look forward to it. Mark always. and Todd, thank you very much. God bless both of you. Always an honor. And uh, let's fight for the truth. In the end, God does always win. He'll win here too. Before you go, Dr. Corsi, how can people find your information? Where can they go to the website? 
CourseyNation.com. I'm doing podcasts every day, a lot of videos. We've championed being able to talk and tell MD to an to a, to a MD in your state who can prescribe hydroxychloroquine, zinc, azithromycin, even for protection, for prophylaxis. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very important also in the flu season because, yes. well, these are all respiratory diseases, and I think we can find that the, the hydroxychloroquines of all the doctors, I've interviewed dozens on the website, all free, go look at them, wow. saying that this is a crime against humanity. This 70-year-old this medication has been demonized by the deep state Fauci's and these other criminals who plan to make themselves rich on pharmaceuticals. And I don't believe that these pharmaceuticals are really going to work. We don't yet have a vaccine against HIV AIDS. I think the whole deal is treatment and early handling of the virus when its first signs appear. That's why the testing is so important. And we're offering test kits on CourseyNation.com. Hydroxychloroquine and zinc, Zithromycin, from all I'm seeing, all the evidence, is the only thing that really works in early stage of prevention. And I urge people to take a look at the website, watch the videos, uh, and join us at Corsi Nation fighting this deep evil. Dr. Jerome Corsi, thanks so much. Always an honor to have you on. We're going to be right back. And we're back with the Patriot, the Preacher. Those were two amazing guests, and we're grateful to have Dinesh come on, talk about that movie, because that's another game-changing movie. Don't you agree, Todd? Oh, my gosh. I mean, like I said, the Dinesh D'Souza movies are my favorite movies. I, once in a while, still put on Hillary's America just to remember and recap Mm -hmm. and refresh, you know? So it's like, we need to have this. The timing could not be more. I mean, it's like a barrage, Mark, between Biden and and all the stuff coming out. Yeah. I mean, people would have to be nuts to be voting for these two right now, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're just in clear denial because what we've got coming out, these are multiple plots out of multiple fictional movies. If you ever, I mean, literally, as we have gone through and watched all this happen, if you look right from the very beginning, we now know that Hillary concocted this entire narrative that got it started. We know, what else do we know for sure? We know that every intelligence apparatus was used against this man while he was running for president. And then once he became president, he was part of this Russia hoax. Right. And they went and used every possible scenario and an angle to try to go after him. We know all of this now. Well, These know, are all facts. I this the other day, the devil always overplays his cards, you know? Right. That's what he's tried to do here in 2020 with coronavirus and with mm-hmm. all different things he overplayed his hand and now what's happening is the church the christians the patriots there's this great awakening like course he was talking about where yes. waking up and they're saying wait a second here we're tired of this you know and see here's the thing i know people are upset that nothing's happened yet right when it comes to indictments they want yes. big arrest right if Joe biden and camilla harris get in let me just tell you nothing will happen the only people that are going to begin arrested are christians and pastors okay and i'm sorry i'm going to be blunt oh it's absolutely true it is absolutely true under a joe biden harris administration to be pastors okay but you know at second term of trump we have the best chance in my lifetime in your lifetime of seeing these corrupt people get put in jail mark and a reawakening i was really i was glad so glad that's why i brought it up with uh Jerome Corsi, that he brought up that phrase, because I do believe that 
that that is what will happen yes. uh, as we pray for Trump to be reelected right now, Todd, uh, because we need to, if you notice, the truth is coming out. No matter what they try and do, it's, all, it's still coming out. The truth is, is coming out despite whatever narrative they put out there. And that's the encouraging thing. All of, the, all of their lies are unraveling right before us. Every single thing they put out there, because I know you'll agree, you're the preacher, the devil's a liar. So all these, all these liar, lies that have been put out through these preposterous scenarios that they have put together are all coming apart as we speak. It's a tangled web. And what the enemy has meant for bad, the Lord is turning around for good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just in Nashville downtown. We had about 4,000 people come out in a massive worship gathering with Sean Foyt and the uh, Let Us Worship movement, right? And, and the thing is, is these guys, you know, were just worshiping, getting saved and set free and baptized. And I thought, you know, here we're in this communist city because Mayor Cooper in Nashville right. is a communist, but they couldn't stop the move of God, Mark. And this is being multiplied in California. It's, it's happening, you know, Minnesota and it's happening all over the country, Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. You know, um, now it's going to be happening in DC. This is just a microcosm of what's going on. And That's so absolutely right. And you know, I want to point out something. I know you're going to say something just but that same Holy Spirit that's now come across the country, yes. that's the same Holy Spirit that our founders prayed with, that's prayed right. to, and were, and were blessed by and protected by. So yes. that, this is the entire, what I'm saying, is that's the entire catalyst of our nation was prayer. And when we talk about this rude awakening, don't you agree? If we concentrate on that because no weapon formed against us shall prosper, we're going to see God do an amazing thing. Don't you think, Scott, Todd? No, absolutely. I mean, that, that is what we're seeing. And I think the devil, you know, is trying to hide that with all the negative uh, press and the mainstream media and people are stressed out. But what, the, the story that's not being reported, we're going to report on it, is this great awakening of people that are coming back to the Lord. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. People are getting set free. People, there was a, a man, uh, he was involved in a particular lifestyle sin in Nashville that was at that event that literally wrote a testimony the day later and said, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I'm changing my ways. And, you know, this is mm -hmm. what happened to me, you know, many years ago, Mark, because I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. You, you know, had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Our listeners have had it. And if you haven't, it's available to you. What, what gives us the strength, what gives us the happiness and the joy. You know, my wife says sometimes, I don't know many people have more energy than you, Todd. She says, you know, she sees me up until the wee hours of the night. I get up in the early morning. I'm back at it. You're at it, Mark. Many of us are. What gives us that passion? The passion is the power of the Holy Spirit and the fact that we are willing to fight against the darkness. When the devil tries to come and attack me and get me sick or get me defeated, guess what? I get up more, more energy and I say, no, because we know who we serve. That's right. Amen. And that is why you're the preacher. But it is all true. That's exactly right. Because right now, there is, a, as you've pointed out so many times, we've talked offline and on the show, there's a spiritual battle going on for this country. Oh, and uh, this country is the last beacon of freedom in the entire world. We've all know that we know that Reagan told us that God, we need God more than God needs America. And what we're seeing right now before this awakening started to happen is the fruits of not honoring him. And yeah. now, things are starting, the tide is, is starting to change. That's right. And so um, I think that as we always do, we always close this out with prayer. We've got three, almost, it's less than three weeks now before the election. Yeah. Um, and so everything counts, our prayers count, but more importantly, as uh, Timothy says, first pray, then act. So if any Christians are listening right now wondering about whether or not they absolutely must vote, the answer is absolutely yes. And we know this is truly begun, 
between good and evil, right? It's, it's all it is. When it comes down to it at its very core, it's a battle between light and darkness. Listen, the church is going to survive. If America were to go away tomorrow, there'd mm -hmm. still be the church of Jesus Christ. We know that because in the end, there's a marriage ceremony that takes place with, between the bride and the bridegroom. That's going to happen. It can't get canceled. No one's going to cancel it. But what can be canceled is the United States of America as a country. Because right. we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so that's why Christians and patriots and people of God, Jews, listen, they're persecuting Jews in New York right now. Don't think the Jews are going to get left out. People of God that serve Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's the God that we serve. That's the God that we serve. And guess what? It's the same God. Now, I can't say that about the Muslims. They don't serve the same God. But the Christians and the Jews, we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they're going to come after anybody that serves that God, the God of heaven and earth. And so we need to take a stand now, and we need to do it in prayer when you're doing the intercession and fasting and that's what we're going to do right now mark let's do that all right well heavenly father we just thank you so much for this opportunity today uh we are at this precipice defining crossroads moment in history weeks away from the most consequential and important election of our lifetime father god we repent as a people we repent as a nation and we say give us more time lord god give us some an extension of your grace and mercy so that we can get more people saved and set free and healed and delivered lord god that we can continue to preach the gospel freely that this nation would not turn into a communist nation, that you'd give Donald Trump the, the strength that he needs, the strategy that he needs. You'd bring out the people in droves that they'd be able to overcome the fake ballots and, the, and the, all the different things that the Democrats are plotting and scheming, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and that we will truly have victory in, in you, Lord God. We thank you, and we seal it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Todd. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us. We do know this for sure. Next week, Judge Janine Puro is going to join us. So we're going to have fun with that. That's always like great. A finale before the election. We're exactly. And we are gonna, we're going to continue with that pace. And I and we believe at this point that we also have Corey Lewandowski that will join us briefly to talk about the upcoming election. That's Obviously, he has a lot of insight. So, again, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Keep praying for this nation just as we just did. And we will see you next week. I'm Mark Anthony, your patriot. Hey, this is Todd Coconato, the preacher. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. I saw the light in a sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running. Saved by the sound of a pin found Dixie whistle in the wind that'll get you heaven bound. The devil went down to Georgia, but he didn't stick around. This is God. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato. I'm the director of the Religious Liberty Coalition. I'm here today to talk to you about a very important matter for your church or your ministry. You don't have to be a pastor to be concerned, but religious liberty in America is under attack. That's right. Right now, churches are being fined. Some pastors are being threatened with their power turned off or maybe even being thrown in jail. We have to respond. And that's why the Religious Liberty Coalition is here. We are a robust network of believers in Christ who are willing to stand together and fight for religious liberty and freedom in the United States. Not only that, but we will give you the resources and educational materials that you need, as well as legal counsel and legal protection. 
That's right, legal protection. If you join the coalition, you will be protected. Think about it. Joining the coalition could be the most important move that you've made for your ministry, church, or yourself. We will stand with you. You can also sponsor your church. It will be the same thing as if they joined themselves. We need this type of protection in 2020 and beyond. Join the RLC today. You can find us at www.rlcus.org. Thank you and may God bless America.